0: Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune, but with a twist. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, and Oakland native. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. This month, we have some very special episodes. Each week, one of my friends will be taking over the podcast to share their favorite deep cuts with you. This week's host is Ricky Montgomery, who you may recognize from songs like Mr. Loverman or Line Without a Hook. So, Ricky, take it away. It's 365 with Ricky Montgomery. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, know it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365 with Ricky Montgomery. On this day, in maybe 1392. Maybe 1564? We don't really know. But on this day in some year in the Middle Ages, April Fool's Day was celebrated for the first time. Let's look back at the complicated origin story of this whimsical holiday. Every year on April 1st, it's strangely socially acceptable to prank all your friends and family. One year, I went into our kitchen um, and we had two nozzles at the time in our kitchen. One was the regular nozzle and one was like one of those trigger nozzles that you have to squeeze with your hands to turn on. Um, I realized that if you tape down the trigger, then instead of the sink turning on like normal, it would just spray at whoever turned the sink on. And so I thought that was hilarious. And I did that for like three years. And every morning my parents would go into this kitchen and turn on the sink and just get completely drenched and be really mad at me, which means it was a good prank. So, that was fun. Anyway, it's not clear how this became a holiday that's been celebrated across the world for hundreds of years, but historians have several theories. There's a typo in Geoffrey Chaucer's The Canterbury Tales, published in 1392, that references an event on March 32nd. Even back then, the month of March ended after 31 days, so people found this typo very amusing. So much so that readers joked about April 1st being the 32nd day of March. Historians aren't positive that this is where April Fool's Day comes from. In fact, some translators of the Middle English story collection think that Chaucer was actually writing 32 days after March. Still, this is widely considered to be one of the first potential origin stories for this silly holiday. Then, in 1508, the French poet Aloy d'Amerval made the first known reference to Le Poisson d'Avril, which translates to The Fish of April. To this day, French people use this fishy name to refer to the holiday and kids incorporate it into their pranks. One of the most popular April Fools pranks in France is to draw a fish on a piece of paper and try to tape it to someone's back without them noticing. It's a bit gentler of an interpretation than what we do on this side of the pond when kids write kick me on post-it notes to slap on people's backs. Some historians think that the April Fool's holiday originated in France because the Gregorian calendar wasn't universally adopted until 1564. So some people celebrated the New Year's Day on January 1st, while others celebrated on March 25th. New Year's festivities generally lasted for a week, so exactly a week after March 25th—April 1st— those who celebrated the New Year in January would make fun of the people who were recovering from a week of frivolous partying. We might not know exactly how April Fools came to be, but we do know that over the years we've witnessed some great pranks. In 1957, when television was still a new invention, perhaps it was a bit easier to pull a fast one on not-so-tech-savvy viewers. The BBC filmed a compelling segment about how spaghetti grows on trees in Switzerland. Whoever was working on this project really committed to the bit. You can watch on YouTube as a calm, convincing narrator explains the spaghetti harvest while clips of people pulling spaghetti from the trees graces the screen. The British seem to have an excellent sense of humor because one of my other favorite April Fool's pranks of all time was also broadcasted on the BBC. On a morning radio show, British astronomer Patrick Moore said that at approximately 9.47 a.m. that day, Pluto would pass directly behind Jupiter in orbit, causing a momentary shift in gravity on planet Earth. So if you jumped in the air at exactly that moment, you'd float. It's funny to imagine a bunch of excited listeners jumping in the air with hopes of defying gravity, but some listeners played along with the joke, calling back and claiming to have flown around their homes. Last but not least, in 1997, Taco Bell printed a full-page ad in the Philadelphia Inquirer, New York Times, Washington Post, USA Today, and other major papers claiming to have purchased the Liberty Bell. They wrote that they would rename the historic object the Taco Liberty Bell and that it would split time between Philadelphia and California, where Taco Bell is headquartered. Like most April Fool's jokes, some people got the joke, and some people got really mad. Unfortunately, no one thought to warn the National Park Service's Philadelphia branch. By mid-morning, they had to have a press conference assuring concerned citizens that the Liberty Bell was actually not for sale. I know it's April Fool's Day, but I promise that these pranks actually did happen. Or did they? Okay, now let's talk about music. On April Fool's Day in 2008, YouTube tricked users with every meme lover's favorite bait-and-switch prank, rickrolling. For those of you who are fortunate enough to have never been rickrolled, basically someone sends you a link to a YouTube video, probably with a sensational headline like, You'll never guess what Kanye did at the Grammys last night. And then the link you click is actually just the music video for Rick Astley's 1987 hit, Never Gonna Give You Up. So on YouTube, all of the featured video links on the homepage were all just Rick Rolls. Over 7 million people fell for the prank, so nice work, YouTube. Okay, now it's time for a Ricky fact. Um, On this day in 2016, um, it's... Kind of strange that i ended up being the host for april 1st because my first album actually came out on april fools um, in 2016 and uh the whole idea was that it would come out on april 1st and i announced that way ahead of time so nobody actually knew if the album was going to come out that day i had really taken a long time on it so you can see why people would be kind of reserved to believe me But it did come out on that day. In fact, actually, it came out a few hours before April Fool's Day because, you know, albums and songs come out a little bit before the release date usually. Um, So the whole bit was like, surprise, it's early. Anyway, whether or not that made anybody laugh, that was a real fact in the life of Ricky Montgomery on April 1st, 2016. Thanks for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with Ricky Montgomery. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Oh. Right.